You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Intelligence After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Intelligence After Show. Before you go, go. Hey, guys. (laughs) What's up? Welcome to the Intelligence After Show. I'm your host, Ryan Hooks. Today at AfterBuzz TV, episode number nine, Athens. Yes. Joining me on the panel, as always, are my lovely, intelligent, beautiful co-hosts, Mr. Lem Gonzalez. I am very beautiful, thank you. Yeah, Good beautiful to see and y'all. bearded. <laughs> That's right. And uh, Arietta Harry in the booth, and Yell Teagle beside me. <laughs> Hi, thanks. Let me try that again. Yell Teagle, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, thank you. And dropping the beat in the booth. That would be me. Right to Harry. That, that's me, guys. That's me. Thank I got you. confused because yeah. I was reading apparently, off a board. Apparently the people Ryan that I already are the know. same people. We're same. the same person. Exact same. You're kind of the same people to me. Okay. Not the same, really, in the aspect that you're You alike. just love them both I equally love you so much. There it is. That We're just me, equally awesome. It's cool. Don't worry about yeah. it. Smooth. Yes. That's way to fade out the music and pull your voice up. Right. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. We're happy to have you. We're here to talk about intelligence. So, I want to know, because I know the answer to this, what did you guys think about this episode this week? I loved this episode. I really did. I think it was a great story. It was interesting. And it was finally, we get to see a um, problem with the chip. Finally. Finally the I problem we've it. been looking for. Yeah. Lem. Oh, shoot. Um, I equally loved it. Um, probably for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I liked it because it was different. Um, I feel like, um, aside from the first few episodes, a lot of the, uh, let's say the last four episodes are very much similar in the fact that, you know, you go out, you, you have a mission, the mission is completed, and then end of story. But this had a lot of emotion. Um, I like that everybody was crying. Lillian was crying. Dr. Cassidy was crying. I mean, everybody was emotional. Uh, it was, it was, it. it was awesome. It was awesome. Feeling the love. Yeah. And, and, but it was, it was a really good episode. Uh, like I said, a break from the norm. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate it. Look at that. Harmony on the panel tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Something we don't have too often here at the AfterBuzz Studios. Right. Nope. Where there's an agreement on the panel. So from Wait, me- hold on. Thank you. <laughs> How did you feel about so the episode? So for me, this was not my favorite episode. It was a very good episode. <laughs> it was not my favorite episode. I'm going to jump them. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what I do love about this episode? One word. I what? know what oh, it is. Of course. One word. Nelson. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't love Nelson? Because I do. Yeah. Every week I love Nelson. Of course you do. I love it. Even when he's not there. Dude, he's, he's like, you guys don't have to kick him serious butt? Yeah. I want to kick some butt too. I'm in. Let's do it. And he's tipping the chair over and he's yeah. shooting stuff. The ceiling. Yeah. He killed somebody. The ceiling. Right. I love that line. Do I have to pay for this? Yeah. And the, he, the end of the episode was absolutely my favorite part. And he's like, I'm out. Right. And he and he's, the, just chucks the paper. Yeah. He was he was great. Like I think um uh just seeing him kind of rise as a character cuz like I agree with you. I mean, I'm not as you know, I have a man crush like you do, but I mean, I think he's good. I right. think he's good, but I I really 
I won't say man crush, but he did touch my heart. He did. With how he acted, because he was so gangster at some point in times, and then he was so smart at the time. And then when he panicked, it was still dope when he hits the printer, and he thinks he shuts down the entire, like, <laughs> <Wasn't me. laughs> my fault. It wasn't my fault. Lights went out. He yeah. definitely had my favorite line of the entire episode. You like idioms? I got nothing. Right. right. He's like, do it. And nothing comes out. He's like, you got nothing, really? And you know what they did this week is they did what we talked about wanting them to do is with the introduction of these backstories, now that we're getting Jameson right. uh, and we're getting Nelson, right. they were in the episode more, but they were in those roles. So, like, Jameson was a little bit more, you know, agent-y this week mm-hmm. than he has been in the past, and he helped uh, Riley get away, mm-hmm. and Nelson was you know, still scientific, but, he was, you know, they were in the episode throughout, and they kept interjecting their parts mm-hmm. here and there, so they continued the flow of the whole show. Right. So, so I really liked that aspect of it, um, you know, and we got a lot more character development with Vaughn in terms of feeling and emotion. Yeah. This uh, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time again barring the last the first two episodes mm-hmm. that we saw a true emotion from him? Yes. Yeah. I would say this would was say, yeah. it was uh-huh. very much a Lem love filled episode. <laughs> Lem and his love. I do. I, I love, love love. I do love I love. love. I and do that love was, love. And then that was the solution was L. love. Love. Yes. And <laughs> I love that. I know. L for Lem and L for Yes. The way you look at me. Right. <laughs> the way you look at me tonight. Yes. So this episode did bring in a, a new aspect as well, something we haven't seen that we've been talking about that we wanted, but we had a return of a character. Mm-hmm. We did. So we had John Kong come back, Jim Kong rather, uh, after his stint in prison in China, because in the first episode he was in the pilot, and they traded him to China basically for information about uh, Amelia. Right. And so he was returned because he escaped. And he, he was the boots were on the guy as well. The, the guy, the soldier that they killed, basically had the right size shoes. They right. got him out, and he's basically the the main reason for this entire episode, mm-hmm. which is good. So that got me thinking: who's next? Oh, as far as returning, if someone else is to return, who's next? Amelia. Obviously, she's going to return again. We're going to have to see her. Yeah, because she's not dead. Yeah. You think, you think Amelia? Is, so of the of the people we've been missing, mm-hmm. Agent Griffin, right? Mei Chin, mm-hmm. Amelia. Mm-hmm. I like the mm-hmm's in unison. <laughs> and uh, Jin Chong. So those are our four characters. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Jin Chong. There we go. Say it slow. All right. If I say it, Jin Chong, it sounds sort of right. racist. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry, Jin Chong. I thought it was Jin Kong. Jin Kong. You're right, but it's spelled C H O N G. Okay. According to DVR. So those are our four characters. <laughs> Regardless, our four characters. That, I'm doing it this way as well. The four characters that we've lost. If one of the four characters comes back, mm-hmm. who else is coming back? Okay, so I see where you come from. Is it because they mentioned her name? Yeah, well, they've been mentioning. They always mention her name. I mean, and I. Yeah. Think but they that, haven't for a couple of weeks. And I, she's. I don't believe she's dead. No, I don't either. Mm-hmm. So I think she's coming back. Um, then again, we also know that Agent. Uh, Griffin? Griffin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is we know that, right? It's not for sure. Just According Michael Truco right. tweeted to me that don't be surprised if he shows back up. Right. But so, that was like, you know, that could be anything you say right. on Twitter can be taken out of context. Don't be surprised if this character that you mentioned shows back up on the show that you mentioned. That's so vague. Right. Well, I mean, it's just a way to th- he could be throwing you off. Just I like mean, keep, keep us interested in the show. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's all that is. I don't, I don't. Okay, for my prediction, um, I, I would say Amelia just because, again, she she's periodically throughout. She's not in every single episode. But I will say Mei Chin only because um, we need another villain. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they brought, you know, uh, him back, um, Jin Kong, uh, back, then I can see Mei Chin coming back again and wreaking havoc and having that aspect right. come. And because they were together, I mean, the, the purpose of, you know, the flow of the exactly. show, those are the people they brought in exactly. one at a time. Mm-hmm. Exactly, so exactly. So that's connect. why I say, I say Mei Chin. Um, I think also the reason I, I'm fighting so much for Amelia is that not only do they remember, like they brought her up this week, but they talked about Riley uh, killed Amelia. So oh, when there were supposedly the uh, yeah. for those listening, for those listening, right. the air quotes were out that Riley killed Amelia <laughs> yeah. in uh, the fake documents that they put into the computer system. Right. right. So when Vaughn was accessing the computer, he would get all this information that was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I believe Amelia is coming back for okay. sure. So you know who I know for sure is coming back. Who's that? Octavius Johnson. Do you? Oh. Do you? I do. So uh, I spoke with Octavius's publicist this week okay. as well. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Uh, Thank you. He's going to come back on the show as well. Awesome. So his episode's coming in a couple weeks. Uh, it's going to be on the 17th. Okay, so we know this for sure. For sure it's the 17th. For sure it's the 17th. Our boy Octavius, who was here uh, during episode three, mm-hmm. was out filming Ray Donovan, is actually coming back to the studio to join us the week his episode airs. Awesome. Excellent. So his schedule's kind of adjusted a little bit, and he's able to come back in. Uh, so he'll be here for sure for that. So I know that is my prediction of who's returning. Octavius Johnson. <laughs> Wait, is his character returning to the show? No, he's returning to the studio. Okay, just making sure. It's I a, just didn't want to confuse. There was a correlation between the return of something to somewhere, and that's where I went with it. I got it. No, I loved it. That was wonderful. And I'm going to have to go with Lem, too. Mei Chin is my returning mm-hmm. person. Awesome. That's awesome. just who you're hoping for that. So It's the it's the green. It's the green. All right. Yeah, Lem and I are both wearing green and yellow today. Yes. Not planned. Not planned at but all. we both look bearded and awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Agreed. Agreed. Awesome. No more applause for that. I know. Can really? we get like no. some kind of beard quote or something? No, moving on. No, oh. no a, a I'm doing air quotes a right bear now. Oh, air quotes. <laughs> air quotes. A, I said a beard. A moose, a bear. Well, I mean, just something a, a like, lion. yeah, something. <laughs> Back to intelligence. Back to intelligence. Characters returned. So this week, we see that the U.S. Cyber Command is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Eh, maybe not in trouble, but the DOD is in the house doing a little investigation, checking up on things, seeing what's up. And they're showing them all their cool tools. They're showing mm-hmm. them the satellite that they can move with their palm. And I, I love the agent. She's like, well, what happens if somebody loses their key card? Right. And they look at her like she's stupid. Like, right. What do, you, what do you mean? If somebody is missing a hand? So basically just say it. If somebody's hand gets cut right. off in a freak gardening accident, then right. where – then what? Yeah. No. I love how Lillian is like, uh, can you check to make sure everybody yes. has, yeah. has their and hands James on. is like, right, <laughs> ma'am. Uh, two hands. Check. <laughs> now, did you – I have a question for you guys. Did you think at some point – because she seemed really suspicious to me at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think something was up with the her? DOD like lady? maybe – yes. Yeah. Like she had an ulterior motive or something like what we saw in a previous episode. Um, or the in-house. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Did there. you think something was up with that or did you think that she was, in fact, there for what she was supposed to be there for? So I thought she was there for her intended purpose of security checks and whatever. Mm-hmm. That I believed. I thought that her partner, David Collingworth – Worth. Um, I thought he was evil because he asked out Riley. I was like, oh, I don't oh, trust him. Yeah. I asked out Riley too. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't be weird like he was. That was a really awkward situation. That yeah. was super awkward. I liked it. Super awkward. <laughs> you would. I love awkward situations. Those are my favorite. I love how Gary was like, why don't you uh, give him something? Give, take him a coffee or something. Like, you know, give yeah. him a chance. We need to pass this, right. this DOD investigation. Can you please help us out? Yeah. Throw us a bone or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's cool because I liked that they were there. 
throughout the beginning of the episode. I, it's funny because you're not y'all and I were talking. They disappeared like halfway through the episode. Yeah, it was they right did. after they um, after the Chinese people show up. Lillian said we're gonna um, initiate the Orion Protocol, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, not the Orion right. Protocol." There's so many other things we could do, and then they disappeared. I, you know, it's funny you said that because I I didn't even I just now understand like they did disappear. Yeah, um, and so I thought maybe I missed something. Well, I mean, I, the, the I thought process probably is since they were taking people hostages and they were tying people up, they also then took them to another place and tied them up. Or maybe they were tied up in a different, I don't know. That's, okay. That's the theory, at least. And then they didn't come back at the end? No. Well, I mean, okay. there was no need. There was, there was, they're not important. I mean, right. they weren't important to the storyline. Are they dead? Because that's kind of an important story. Well, you know what's really funny is... In the scene when they had the three of them hostage and they pulled up that random guy and they're like, I'm going to shoot him. I'm like, he's dead. Like immediately before he even said he was going to shoot him, I was like, I yelled at the TV, he's dead. Because when you bring in somebody that you've never seen before Mm -hmm. and you don't know who they are, chances are they're going to get killed. Exactly. But then immediately when he put the gun to Nelson's head, it was fine. Right. He changed his mind. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, of course, you know he's not going to. Sh- we well, he's not going to kill Nelson because he likes idioms. We know the show (laughs) doesn't kill off major characters like we hope for sometimes. Mm Yeah, go ahead, y'all. Tell us what you feel about it for real. What? I just, I'm amused that they, it was just such a, like, you're not going to shoot him. He's going to be fine. Right. We're, we're going to move on. And and the show is not trying to take the risks that it can. Correct. Because it's not that kind of show. Yeah. We've learned that now. We have mm-hmm. kind of Which established that. Which also then must mean Amelia is not dead. Because if it's not the kind of show that kills off major characters, right. major character can't be dead. You're right. welcome. Yeah. You're see, welcome. See how, see how I connected those dots? <laughs> do, do, do. So wait, are you saying you agree with Yell here? I, I never disagreed with you. I always thought Amelia was going to come back okay. eventually. However, I think the next person to come back is oh, not Amelia. Oh, okay. I think if we see Amelia, we're looking for episode 12, 13. Like uh, further yeah. on down. Yeah, like end of the series. Because that would be a big, that's, that's a the, big yeah, portion. That's what you meant. Uh, yes, end of the season. Uh, the cliffhanger, if you will, at the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. that could hopefully ties into season two. Right. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for. That's what we need. So yeah, I, I liked the the, the the interactions because it seemed like they were always a step behind everybody. You know, Nelson's on the computer after the hack comes in, and right. she's like, "What did you? Why don't you institute this protocol?" And he's like, "That was like five minutes ago. Right, you're way behind." And you know, he like yelled at her. Yeah, like he was just like, "Get away from me!" Like he was very very aggressive, and I like that. Yeah. I like Who that. doesn't like Nelson being aggressive? Right. Nelson right. was great in this episode. He was just all as opposed to which episode. The ones where he's not there. <laughs> right. Truth. I meant in this episode, you see a lot of him. He does mm-hmm. a lot of great things. He has a, a lot of great lines. This was a Nelson-heavy episode, and Jameson also was nicely featured. Yeah. It was a great episode for the support, and I think that was one of the greatest parts of this episode is that Gabriel was really at a commission because at first he was you know locked in a box because he was going crazy, and then he was one of the bad guys. So we got to see everybody else be awesome. Because they had to. Because they, they had, had to, to step up. And that is an interesting show. Yes. And so based on the things that you've just said, two questions are posed in my brain. I'm so Uh-oh. excited. Number Uh-oh. one. Yeah. How does somebody as intelligent as Nelson not know how to function a printer? Um, do you... So he says, and this is I, this is a great answer. He said that he prints something once a... Whenever. Once a week. week. They have to print out the one report one, once a week. Yeah. Right. One piece of paper. They live in Cyber Command. They're a technological advanced place. They don't use paper. It's like on Almost Human, for example, where no one uses a pen. Occasionally you leave notes. 
In one episode, they left a note. Anyway. They couldn't even find a pen, yeah. This is, it's just like that. They don't print things. They don't use paper. But, but the they printer is, and he makes a comment. He's like, why don't you just do the voodoo thing you do and hack into the printer? He's and like, he's, you want yeah. to use a $30 million chip to right. get in the printer? But he will use it to unlock the door. He did use it to unlock the door. He uses it for a lot of doors, things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Security camera. I mean, yeah. I think he just didn't want to know how to use the printer. I mean, I, I thought that it was going to end up that, like, the printer's out of ink or paper or something, and he didn't realize it, that. He said the very first thing. He's like, and it's plugged in. I checked. Right. Because you're like, oh, it's probably not plugged in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm posing the question back to you. What do you think, To you know, in regards to your question? About the printer. Right. I feel like... It's one of those printers that just is evil. Like, there's always, like, the one rogue printer in the offices that you can't get to work, regardless uh-huh. of how smart you are. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, he was sweet talking to it. And he's like, oh, come on, baby. And give, you know, I'm, I oil you. And he started <laughs> trying to make some love to it. And finally it worked. I've never oiled a printer. Yeah, I've never oiled a printer either. But apparently Maybe print- that was the problem. There was oil in the printer. <laughs> there was oil on the printer. Yeah. Work. Right. All right. So question number two. Okay. Yeah. About Vaughn. Mm-hmm. It seemed in this episode he was so quick to not listen to or trust anyone from Cyber Command, but he was so quick in immediately getting on the opposite side of the bad guys. Mm -hmm. So, like, why do you think that is? So, at first it was that he was unable to um, hear them or think properly because he was overwhelmed with information. What my question is, is how was it that as soon as um, the bad guys came in, he was able to just pull up what he was looking for when two minutes before that, he couldn't pull up what he was looking for? He, he pulled up Dr. Cassidy's stuff instead of Riley's yeah. stuff right. when he was in the cell. and Because he was arrested for public nudity right. and possession of a controlled substance. Right. It's like, oh, that was that was my file, my bad. Yeah. He's an old school streaker from way back. Yeah, that was hilarious, by He's the way. He's a hippie, let's right. be honest. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I... Mm, Okay, so you're saying, but didn't he have uh, have him do that exercise where he said, "I want you to hone in onto yeah," but he Riley? failed at it. He tried okay. to well, do it and he of. did it wrong. He started to learn the control because he talked about Beethoven's Fifth and how right. he would pick out a single violin and mm-hmm. focus on it, and that was how he started to control right. the things that happened, and that's how he was able to pick out files when mm-hmm. he was thinking about things because he was flooded with the same amount of information when he first got the chip, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah. So the question becomes, how did it suddenly start working? Two minutes later, he was like, oh, I remember how to do this. Muscle memory right. kicked in, maybe. Because, you know, and the thing that was weird to me is Riley comes out after he escaped, after he fights those two soldiers, and he basically is like, oh, how did I do that? And mm-hmm. she's like, you're, you know, you're a soldier. So right. you do. You know, it's muscle memory. So they mentioned muscle memory there for the first time. Mm-hmm. But then Riley had her gun and puts her gun down. Well, then these two Chinese soldiers come up, uh, Jin Chong included, mm-hmm. and... and they have guns as well, but they're like, oh, hey, we're here. We're on the same side. Is it because they're in uniform? I mean, maybe. Well, I think he, I mean, up to that point, you know, since he's had the chip before that, obviously he was a soldier. Mm-hmm. He was a really good soldier, which is part of the reason why he was, you know, good for this experiment. But he relied so much on the chip itself. And I think because he relied on the chip, when the chip was telling him information, even though it was false, he was still relying on that, which is why he turned. And it wasn't until, get this, he used his heart. That he was able to override the yeah, chip. There's that right? poet. I'm know. just, I'm just saying, he used that heart, and that got him over to the edge. But, but I think that's why he was so banked on the chip, and I think it showed how the chip is flawed. Which, you know, I don't know if this may come up in a future episode. We're not doing predictions right Probably now. Probably not. But, um, <laughs> but it did show the flaw of the chip, and he did have to use his own self because he is human, by the way, mm-hmm. and he has a heart. So, we're learning that technology can be flawed. What? Technology can be flawed? <laughs> but what, what isn't flawed... Flawed? What isn't flawed... Flawed? 
what is not flawed. Yes. The flaws that are lacking <laughs> is in iTunes. Oh, yeah. Smooth. iTunes is not lacking in flaws. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you love our show, which we hope you do. You do better, love our show. Which I do, and I love doing it for you. The way that you can show us thanks is to go on to iTunes. Check out all of our different shows. We've got like 70 plus shows on there. It's growing. The list is growing. We've got a bunch of new shows coming out here uh, in the next couple of weeks because of all these new premieres that are coming out. And you can rate us. You can leave us comments. Five stars is always what we like. You know, and we love hearing back from you. Leave us some comments on the YouTube channel because I'm on there like 16 times a week leaving comments back. I like to, I like to do that. Yes, you and do. I like, I like hearing from you guys. Yes. So check us out on iTunes. Let's see what's up. And watch the show. That's it. That's It's easy. Super easy. It's free. We're doing this for free for you, so do it for free for us. That's it. That's all we ask. Yeah. And I'm out. Nice. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> yes. I just win the, the spinning wheel prize. You did. You, you, did. you won the, the best uh, iTunes speech prize. Yeah. That's what that, that was. was. There that you that go. was from it, the heart. The fact and that what? it's over was why. No, I'm just <laughs> oh. For those of you who didn't fast forward ahead, my speech is now over. <laughs> and I'm getting grief from the booth. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, let's talk it was about amazing. this episode keep, some more. Keep no, it up. we're good. So the whole episode concept is uh, there was an electronic pulse that was sent and it fried all the waves in the uh-huh. system at the Cyber Command. Mm-hmm. Also fried the chip. Mm-hmm. So here's a question for you then. Because in the episode, after the power was cut, so after the trunk was cut. Mm-hmm. The- Before you go for that, I, I had a note about that. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not a technological person, I would say. But didn't that cutting of the trunk, so to speak, and I'm using air quotes too, yeah. um, didn't that seem kind of primitive? Slightly. Like he literally like took a chainsaw and like yes. was like yeah. mm. and cut all the fiber optic cables that right. were going out of the building. Right. So it, uh, I I will try to explain as a technological person. Okay, please nerd um, us out. Yeah, go. I, can, yes. I consider myself te- technological. So this was the Orion Protocol, okay. where they cut all of the um, wires, and what they did was they disconnected themselves from the outside world. So basically, it's the equivalent of unplugging your modem, unplugging your phone. That's what they did. But they mm-hmm. have so much. They have so many. Um, Different servers and, servers and everything mm-hmm. that they needed to cut all of it, and the only we, they couldn't sit there and unplug the whole thing; they just severed it. Yeah, that's the protocol. Is you cut the cable. Yeah. So that cable was th- that was separating or that connecting a, them to the world. It was a ton of cable. That right. was not just one giant. Right, cable. right, right, right. Of cables, yeah. Right. So they that's why dis- it's called the trunk because it's really as big as a trunk. Yeah, sure. So they disconnected from the outside world. They had no phones. They had no you know servers. They mm-hmm. had nothing. Mm-hmm. But that's not where I was going with that. I know. I was just explaining how. Well, no, I appreciate the it works. because I just yes. I really thought I was like. He's real. I thought it was going to be more like, oh, I'm going to do the switch or I'm going to shut this down. Well, that would be a Nelson thing. Okay. And yeah. it was Jameson who did it. Jameson right. chainsawed it. Yeah. yeah he's very gangster style. Like, it was gangster. So, mm-hmm. no, so they, the pulse itself. So here's where I'm going with this. Okay. If the system. No, never mind. I'm not going to go there. So the electromagnetic pulse. <laughs> I was so excited. No, it's ready. fine. I'll, I'll, it's get, I'll get there again, but it, it, I was thinking about it. It doesn't make sense. Because okay. I was going to say, how come the pulse screwed up the internal system and then him as well but then when they cut the power or like you can't get cell phone reception in there and the system's all blocked out from the mm-hmm. outside so how was the pulse able to get inside um so it was i believe it, they said it was a virus that it infiltrated somehow i guess yeah. so they said a virus in. they said that there was it's something started it and it started with the printer somehow it came in with that 
and then it just grew from there. They showed us the like it like webbed out the virus. Yeah, they were showing the web out of the virus and mm-hmm. the breakdown of how it was getting. Into Is that the when they were talking about the levels? Like, yeah. at level five. Now it's at level. And the, seven. At level ten, up to they level would ten, get they would have all the access, to all the information. Right. But then after the power was cut and mm-hmm. after the trunk was severed by the Orion Protocol, they still had internal service, which is only in their internal network. And that's why Vaughn was still able to access the, the network and such mm-hmm. because he was linked in internally. So, you know, if they can use that network, why, you know, why couldn't they fix the chip? Why couldn't, there's a lot of things I feel like. The chip was, it was fixed. He could access everything that was inside the building. So, like, that's why the computers were turned on. The security was turned back on. They could watch people. So everything inside the building was on. There was no way to communicate outside the building. So his chip was on and working. He was just getting used to using it again. Right. But it was all with false information. Falsified data because of Norman. Mm-hmm. The the varsity hacker dropping bombs. Right. I love that he's like, oh, dude, he's varsity. Look at him. <laughs> he's in. I'm, I'm just going to keep bringing up Nelson every single time. Yeah. That we I have like that he was Norman. Norman and Nelson, those are our, yeah. right. those are our computer geeks. Right. So. Norman and Nelson are our computer hackers. Mm-hmm. You need a weird name like that, don't you? Apparently. To be a computer hacker. I'm not a hacker. Yes. Well, you don't have NSA, a weird name. NSA, I'm not a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. NSA. I know you're watching because you always watch the movement of Yale. Yeah. She's not a hacker. <laughs> so I watch everything she does. Moving on. <laughs> Let's not bring up the NSA because as soon as we start talking their name, they're going to start coming in here and checking into things. So I'm going to get audited and then, then where will we be? Right. <laughs> so we learned some cool information as well about the way the chip is connected to the brain. Yeah. Because after the MP knocks out his brain waves, he talks about how they actually had to connect it to his hippocampus which is where memory is stored. So mm-hmm. there's some kind of shockwave that fried his brain in addition to the frying the chip. Mm-hmm. So like that makes an interesting point as well because can could you could something happen to his brain that could alter the chip? So you know instead of altering the chip to alter his brain, can mm-hmm. it happen in reverse? I think so. Could he get bashed in the head so hard the chip stop, you know, something happens or or something along those lines. I or, was thinking that when um when he was fighting, mm-hmm. um, there was an instance where he was fighting, and it, I thought, like, oh, I can see him getting hit in the head, and all of a sudden the chip working. I was thinking correctly the same thing. or there something was like he that. Got hit and he was like, right. Right. on his knee. I was right. like, the chip's going to work. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I think definitely, I mean, it, I don't. As far as like how the chip is in there, obviously it's attached to his brain. But he again, we're dealing with a human mm-hmm. uh, who has a heart, by the way. Um, but we're dealing with a human. This is brain tissue. This is matter. So anything can happen unless he has some metal encasing around his head, mm-hmm. which he doesn't do that. Right. So he just his regular skull. So I think that definitely it's prone to that. I mean, I, they've taken all precautions for that to hopefully not happen. But for sure, for sure. I think that goes back to the episode with the outbreak when he. They didn't want him to get sick because right. if he gets sick and something it happens, it right? Exactly. Yeah, he, he's human. Yeah. Well, we should get him a helmet then. <laughs> Walk around with a helmet. Yeah. But I did love in this episode after he escapes and after Riley chased him down, and then they're all tied up. Doctor Cassidy gets the helmet on and the flak jacket, yeah. and he comes like running through that there. That was hilarious. And he's like, he looks like he's in World War Two. Right. Like he had right. The, the, the big helmet unbuckled. Yeah. And like, Kevlar, and, by the way. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. He had the yeah. running in there, and he had the handgun. And then I like he's like I got a gun I got yeah, a gun yeah. but it was already too late because yeah. they were already busted free, you know straight kicking butt that was great and then he hu- and then he hugged Nelson and, then he, hugged and he was like oh my oh, son sad. yeah that was dope can I just make a mention about um, Lillian Strand she was 
you talk about gangster. She was gangster in this episode. We were yeah. in there. Like, I mean, that she, was oh, was that next? No, you're good. Go. Sorry, I didn't want to <laughs> no, jump in, but I just wanted to make sure that we gave her a shout out because she like put it down. Like she was not budging, flinching. You know, they were talking about, are we going to talk about Athens in a minute? Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, they were bringing it up and she knew what was up and she just was not. She, and I just love how she had on. And she's been, I think, very consistent. Probably one of the most consistent characters overall, probably besides, uh, Riley. But, you know, throughout the whole, you know, yeah, show very somewhere. Solid. Right, right. Very and she did have an emotional moment too, by yeah. the way. And I like to see that side of her as well. So, very, very seasoned actress. Yes. That, so she's very, yes. poised all the time. And actually, so since I'm going to bring this back to Nelson again. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, I was watching live and they were tweeting live and, uh, PJ Byron, who plays Nelson, uh-huh. was tweeting about Lillian's acting and how good she was in this episode. Really? She's like, look at Lily just kicking butt. Like, yeah. And he was just talking about how great she was this week. So yeah, She was awesome. So yeah, for sure. She's playing that solid character. And I, I like she was kind of always a step ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Like she knew what they were looking for before right. they were able to find it. Right. And she knew the protocols to do and like how to, what to do. Like mm-hmm. as the, the episode progressed and as the things in the episode progressed where they lost power. Well, then they lost this. And then they got this far into the process. And she knew each protocol spot on and mm-hmm. you know she wasn't giving in she wasn't going to give them the information right you know because basically the whole concept of the show was that they were searching for the athens list right which then leads me to want to argue earlier points about machin's returning so if they're searching for the athens list mm-hmm. and they're looking for new candidates to put the chip in the brain then that means they don't need machin but since they didn't get the athens list is that the reason the machin could return again I think how, yes. How explain explain yourself? Okay, so no, so obviously they found uh, Machen originally right. because she has the Athens virus, mm-hmm. and they put the chip in her head because only those people with the virus have the ability the for the chip to. It's it, a yes. gene. Yes, I'm sorry, not the, a virus. It, it could be a virus. Gene mutations are often viruses, right? Move on. Moving right along. I'm sorry. The Athens gene, gene. <laughs> that is not a mutation or a virus. It, regardless, the chip functions in the brain and doesn't work on anyone else. Yeah. Machen had it. And now they have a list of children mm-hmm. that have it. Or, or were they all children? They, they were all children. They were all children, children okay. yes. Basically, when they found out that this was a thing they could do, they found out all the people they could use it on, and they mm-hmm. had this list, and they stored it on a private server. So since they were trying to find somebody new, that means they were trying to use the technology and put another chip in somebody else to fight against the U.S. Cyber Command and fight against the United States. Mm-hmm. So does that mean now that they didn't get that list, they don't know the people that have this mutation are they going to try to find Mei Chin and bring her back? Well, I think that poses another question um, where at the end of the episode when you see uh, Lillian and um, Dr. Cassidy talking and he was shocked that the list still existed right. because he thought that the list was destroyed. destroyed. Right. And that was you know what he was, he was fine with. But, of course, it was kept alive according to uh, Lillian that it was out of her control. Again, air quotes today. Mm-hmm. Um, it was out of her control, so she couldn't. So that brings me to leave, like, which do you agree with? Because I think that would answer the question as to if that's going to surface again. And the next question is, is whose control is it? We're just going to ask a bunch of questions? I mean, that's no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, if this is out of her control, uh-huh. who has the control to say that they're keeping this list? Whoever is in charge of her and, and uh, The president. Command. Yeah, so she knows that she's not in. She's in charge of this team and this unit, but she's not really in charge. There have been plenty of times where her orders were something against right, the she CIA was, and the DNA right. and all that. So she's pretty low on the totem pole, although she's amazing and kicks ass. She but was, that totem pole has great acting <laughs> and butt kicking skills. Yeah, but she's pretty low, and there are people above her. And they said, probably the president said, you, "We need this list for mm-hmm. whatever reason." 
Um, I don't know if that means Mei-Chin will return. Um, I'm sure she will, but I don't think it's going to be relevant to this list. I think they were trying to get it and make an army. That's my belief. That was my thought, too. It was like a bunch of children that they could mm-hmm. mold. Make, mold into yeah. adult soldiers. And weapons. Exactly. Did you, did you, any of you all, I mean, because I was thinking this, but <clears throat> just posing it out, did any of you think, like, why does it have to be children? Um, why couldn't it be a list of adults? Or why couldn't it be a list of, you know what I'm saying, um, all women? or You know what I'm saying? Like, in relation to why do you think they focus on children? Is it because that made it to where, oh, we need to protect it because they are children? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it wasn't children, it wouldn't be as important to protect? So I made the assumption that it was something that after they figured out what the gene was, there were a bunch of tests. Kids get tested for all sorts of things, and mm-hmm. so they went through those tests. And it was easier to find. It. Yeah, oh, like, easier to find the candidates. Kids get tested all the time. Immunizations, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think that part of it was it made it an emotional thing because you want to protect children. Right. Obviously, right. that is just an instinct of people. They're our future. They are our future. <laughs> so that- I believe that. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead and fly. Uh, no, it's, it's okay. Do it. I got, I got it out. out. I got it out. We're good. Okay. Yeah. So no. So that and that made Vaughn's feeling and instinct in that and his desire to want to protect those children, you know, a driving part of the episode mm-hmm. because you know as we see down the, the line of the episode when Riley has him at gunpoint and could very easily have shot him, she doesn't and gives him that great speech that she has where she mm-hmm. has her emotional moment and you know is, stop using your brain, stop thinking and start feeling. Your, your memory recall is going to guide you and, yeah, right there on the heart. Feeling. To pat that chest. You know. I can feel you know it, it You can feel it. You know, and she gave him that great speech, and that allowed basically Vaughn to switch back to the right side. Yes. I was hoping for a kiss, but. Yeah. Of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. I was hoping for something like that. Yeah. That would cause some kind of a, a memory recall. Some sort of emotional connection that wasn't just words. Well, but I okay. mean, are we intimate? Are, are we yeah. intimate? Are we intimate? No. God, no. no. God, no. No. <laughs> Never. No, no. Absolutely oh, not. I wrote it down, too. I, was yeah. so, I loved that question. Yeah. Are we, are we intimate? But I think, I think even with that statement and then her reaction, I think that's the closest that we've gotten to them being jumping the of it, um, jumping the how what I want to try to say emotional train exactly thank you there thank you thank you being outside of just partnership but mm-hmm. going to that next level well and they even hinted at it at the beginning because after David asked her out you know he's like uh, he's not the one for you you know and he was talking about like what she was feeling mm-hmm. on the inside like yeah he doesn't do it for you yeah and he, she's like oh well, how do you know right you know and and then at the end of the episode she does the same thing back to him yes so they're they're feeling each other yes. a lot here and like I said I feel like to me it's setting up for something to happen between them which will then set up for Emilio's return because mm-hmm. it won't mm. be as climactic of a return if she just comes back. Right. But if there's something that her coming back causes the problem with, mm-hmm. then it'll be impactful to me. Right. I agree with you. I think what's really interesting is that we've had it since the first episode that he or she will say something to the other person mm-hmm. and at the end the other person will say it back. Right. Like either we're partners you're, you're, or we're not. Where you're supposed to be, either we're partners or we're not. The right. $20 at the beginning of the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. You can owe me. Yeah. Like it's they that's our sandwich of the episode. Mm-hmm. Here's Which, how the episode starts. Here's how the episode ends. Which it didn't start that way this week. Yeah, it didn't. It's the very first time since we started commenting on that, that it didn't start that way. There wasn't a starting point with their episode because remember he was talking to Nelson and then the printer went out and then right. he went blank. Right. But it did end that way. 
But it did have our... We right, did it was in it. there. It just wasn't yeah. the very start of the episode. But I think, too, but it was more so heightened because of the nature of the episode, mm-hmm. being so emotional. Yeah, and absolutely. really, I thought something was going to, I don't know necessarily kiss, but when she busted yes. in there, um, <laughs> and Dr. Cass like, what are you doing? You know, she don't just go kind of goes in there. Yeah. You know, I thought that was a moment. And you could see, you know, the tears were like in there. Mm-hmm. They didn't come out. But she was at her most vulnerable state that I've seen her in. Yeah. And it was wonderful. I just got to say, when she has the speech about stop thinking and feeling, just feel, whatever, mm-hmm. he switched back a little too fast for my taste. Yeah. She held it out a little bit. Yeah. Thought about it a little longer. Because I think um, we see him. He doesn't know what's going on. He's being flooded with information. Mm-hmm. These people show up and say, hey, you are actually working for us. They're bad people. She's bad. And he's like, oh, that's right. She's bad. I'm on your side. And then like 20 minutes later, Riley's like, wait feel for a second and he's like oh i feel it oh that's right you're good he like he's a flip-flopper. it was really quick it was really fast. quick he's yeah. a flip-flopper yeah it was really quick i agree with you thank you i agree with you yes that's all i wanted way to ruin the moment for everyone so let's <laughs> talk about another moment when i apologize i love when nelson and dr cassidy are hugging but my favorite thing about that moment when they are reunited is they're both wearing plaid shirts and sweater vests i did notice that i was like dude are they they're both wearing plaid shirts that's amazing. And they're, they're like matching and like they're hugging. And that's like the uniform of the, you know, the nerd. technique. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what you're supposed to wear. Yeah. Exactly. So, but before that happens, we see that um, Jin Chong escapes and is running out. But Dr. Cassidy builds a stun bomb. He's yeah. like, I got the thinking. If you could uh, do that with the chip, why couldn't you do it with somebody else? Right. And he basically saves the day. Mm-hmm. So we see everyone contributing this week mm-hmm. in terms of some aspect of helping everyone else out. Even when uh, Nelson, like, just, you know, flew the chair and, and knocked the guy down. Like, that was... That was him helping out. And it was. And gave Riley the moment to break on the first exactly. guy, and she choked him out. Exactly. Jameson got some guns, started gatting people. Right. Oh, yeah. He, so. We saw him shoot really well again. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, right. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. Right. So, it was a great episode, a great... Um, what? Ensemble episode is the word. Yeah. Ensemble, ensemble is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> ensemble episode, um, which is a really nice thing for us to see. So... When the episode ends, I liked the comment that he made when he's talking to Lillian, and he says, you know, I have become death. And he's quoting Robert Oppenheimer, who was in charge of the Manhattan Project. Mm -hmm. As we remember from the first episode, they basically associated clockwork to a modern-day Manhattan Project, because that was when they built the atomic bomb, Mm -hmm. and when Oppenheimer figured out how to split the atom, and all these different things. So does that make you think that coming down the road, something bad is going to happen? Because that's the second time they've made the reference, uh, and especially you know that specific quote from Oppenheimer: "I have become death." Because hmm, that was how question. he felt, you know, after the, the atomic bomb was finished and right. they dropped it, you know, in Hiroshima. Right. So, could you see something now because of that bad happening? Um, I am going to be honest. I think that they were just because they referenced everything. This episode was just a continuation of the first episode. It felt like it could have been the two-part sequel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason they made those references is not a foreshadowing of anything. I think it was just a, oh, remember when we made that reference in the last episode? A connection. Yeah. Oh, just kind of connecting the two? That's what? my personal belief. I hope that I'm wrong. You know, I hope you're wrong too, but we'll find out. And the two thing with that is they started this episode with the previously mm-hmm. on intelligence, which mm-hmm. they've never done before, which I like when shows do that when they're introducing something that maybe happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make me feel as an audience that I am missing anything or making me feel dumb. I like when shows do that because yeah. it's like, oh, cool. Something's going to happen that happened before, right. you know, and now I'm going to be more engaged in the show. So I think shows can do that more often and audiences get it. Yeah. 
So I think shows don't do that enough, actually. I right. agree. So, all right, cool. So we had a good time here today, Intelligence, right? Yeah. Great time. I think so. We talked about love. We did talk about a lot of love. We talked about Riley and Vaughn having a moment, some tears flow. We talked about mm-hmm. my boy Nelson. Yes. So I want to know what you guys think is going to happen next week because it's time for the AfterBuzz TV prediction. And now, your AfterBuzz TV so in the trailer for this next week, we got very limited information about next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that there's a guy with a bomb mm-hmm. in his van. Um, he's in San Francisco. And basically there's some stuff going on with his daughter. With Lillian's daughter. Is it Lillian's daughter? It's Lillian's daughter. Okay. So <laughs> it's just, it's like we that. got, I mean, we got nothing in the trailer, though, other than this Lillian's daughter about information on anyone. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll preface something that's going to happen based on somebody mm-hmm. else. So what do you think is going to happen, Yale? I think uh, from the trailer it looked like there's this bomb that he's going to put on the Golden Gate Bridge. And I'm really nervous because San Francisco's my home. Um, so hopefully everything will be okay. I'm pretty much uh, sure that everything's going to be okay because this is intelligence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> so I think uh, Lillian's daughter is going to end up somehow being a hostage or something really important. And... Um, they're, so, of course, going to save her. So how does it tie back then to Lillian? I think they're all going to go to San Francisco. That's about it. I think we might get some backstory about Lillian, how, okay. why she has a daughter, why the daughter's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll see her father again. Yay! Hopefully. Why then do you think mm-hmm. that... Oh, wait, never mind. I don't know about that one. What? Okay. No, I, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to go there. So... Yes? Lem, tell us what you think's gonna happen. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, like we were saying earlier, they didn't give a whole lot to it. Um, I do think that um, there is going to be a, a story about Lillian um, being that it's tiny episode, and that's what they did show us. Mm-hmm. So if it, if it is, you know, like you said, her daughter, there's definitely going to be a backstory with that. I think there's going to be some danger element in regards to Lillian being in trouble because. As I was saying earlier, she's been a very consistent character, been in charge, handled things even in tough times. But I think this will probably, you know, uh, thinking ahead, will probably be a sense that she'll be vulnerable mm-hmm. or, you know, be in some sort of danger. And probably Gabriel will have to save her. I don't know if the dad will come into play. Possibly. I don't think so. We'll I think have to know who he is. Yeah. But I think it'll be more so her and the daughter being in trouble and then you know, them come to save the day. Yeah. So my question then that I was going to ask before I forgot and then remembered is, do you think Lillian's going to give some kind of order that's going to maybe be a conflict of interest between Vaughn? Because, you know, she gives Vaughn orders all the time. Right. That kind of stuff. Mm, probably. We'll find out next week, won't we? We yeah. will. Uh, why don't you guys tell us where we can find you? Yell. Oh, me. You Ladies remember who first. I am? Uh, <laughs> the people can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. And on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at yelltegel. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Lem? Uh, thank you. Sir. Um, you can find me um, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at the Poet Saint all day. All day, every day. And as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the Facebook, and at the Yahoo. Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in. From your AfterBuzz family here in Intelligence, Yell Teagle, Lem Gonzalez, Roy in the booth, I'm Ryan Hooks. We're out. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Be or its owners or principals.